yo, 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 yo. Welcome to episode number 77 of the Basketball Card Podcast. I am your host, Adam. You can reach me at the real 27 guy on Instagram. Thank you very much for downloading the podcast today. This episode is brought to you by Basketball Card Fanatic Magazine. BCF is the magazine for basketball card fanatics. Get your high-quality print copy of BCF mailed to you every month by subscribing at bcfmag.com. Use discount code BASKETBALL10 for 10% off anytime at in the, or for any item in the store at any time at bcfmag.com. Guys, July's issue has been ordered. We ordered it this morning. It should hit mailboxes in about the next 10 to 12 business days. Excuse me, the last 10, the next 10 to 12 days. Um, I interviewed Patrick Ryan from the P. Ryan Collection on Instagram. I think you guys are going to love which cover card he chose for the magazine. As usual, we have three awesome community pieces. Um, I think you're going to love it. Cardboard Insights, Shea Wave Logs, and Totally Certified Die Cut are the three authors this month. I wrote a piece as usual. We have our first image of Victor Wembenyama, something special for Nuggets and Spurs fans within the within the issue because of their sort of momentous Junes. And uh, there's there's you know I think there's a lot of reasons that you guys are going to like this one. Um, the other thing that I'll add is that we ordered just a few extra issues this month um, because we only were able to order a few extra copies. If you would like one of those, um, you can certainly still get one. But to get that, you were kind of fortunate to do a one-year subscription. So if you want BCF, if you're interested in it, if, you, if this issue that I just talked to you about is interesting, then go order a one-year uh, one subscription. If you do, you will, you will get uh, it will start with this month's issue. You'll get it a little bit later than everybody else, but you'll get it. So um, that's that for BCF. I hope, hope, hope that that all makes sense to you guys. Okay, so if you haven't already you have any interest in vintage basketball, episode 76, I think, turned out really cool. Um, the reason why I think it turned out really cool is that we talked about, you know, potential for um, the, the premier auction that PWCC was doing being really a historic auction. I don't use that word lightly. I don't think I've ever talked about an auction being historic before, but I did in the last episode. And then um, given how well the Maravich and the Frazier and a few of the other big um, vintage cards, how well they did in that auction, I think it's safe to say that a lot of people really feel like that was a historic auction. It was a really incredible auction, guys. Um, over half a million dollars for the Pete, around 250000 for the Frazier. Uh, the Pete was a pop two, the Frazier was a pop one. Uh, two huge sales in the world of vintage basketball. And so... Um, if you haven't already listened to it, go listen to it at 76 and then go look at the prices of what sold. I think it was super, super interesting. Okay, we're three and a half minutes in almost. And we haven't even gotten to why we're here today, right? Why we're here for episode 77. You're going to hear a lot of podcasts over the next couple of weeks that are called like preparing for the national or how to get ready for the national. The reason why these podcasts or this this type of content does really well is that a lot of people get really excited for the show and to have people who have gone a lot to be able to share how they feel about you know, getting ready or what helpful insights they can give you. That's really interesting stuff. Um, I've watched and listened to a lot of it historically, and I probably will this time around too. Um, I just wanted to give my thoughts and my experience and some of the things that I think are meaningful. Everybody's going to come at this from a different perspective. I'm just going to give you mine. I'm not claiming it's perfect. 
but for me, it, it is, you know, it is what it is. I think it's important to recognize though, I've only been to the national twice and I haven't been in four years. The last time I went was 2019. I also went in 2018. Those are my only two nationals that I have ever been to. And you know, you never know with like a big show like this, which one will be your last too, because it takes a lot of effort and energy to go. Um, I've talked about before how I like to be close to home. I do not like, I don't like leaving for a long time. Um, that's mostly because of how I prioritize my family. Um, I'm married, got four kids. I don't like going away from home for very long. Um, and when I do, I, I miss them when I'm gone. <laughs> just, just say that. I don't, I don't like leaving my family for, for very long. And so, you know, you never know when, when's going to, when's going to be your last one. Last year, um, last year was a weird one. The reason I didn't make it was because PWCC only had a certain allotment of people and it sort of worked out strange for me. I thought maybe I would go and then I didn't. The year before that, uh, my, my eldest uh, child, my son, um, he had a, a scout camp that was really important that I needed to take him on. And the years before that were COVID. So the years just sort of can skip on by and if you don't prioritize it you might not make it there but if you're going to prioritize any show i think a lot of people will tell you the national is the number one to, to prioritize so between my two nationals how many cards do you think i bought the answer is zero <laughs> and then if i ask the question how many new cards did i come home with uh the answer is one my Damian Lillard 2012 Flawless Autograph, which is encased and was a card that I had been looking for literally for years until I ran into uh, NBA Game Issued. His name's James on Instagram. NBA Game Issued. He had that card. I had a Michael Jordan... Uh, Michael Jordan... Uh, what's it called? One of a Kind from Stadium Club. Really nice card. Certainly worth more than the Lillard at this point. And I knew it would probably end up being worth more than the Lillard, but I really wanted the Lillard. And so it was good to meet him in person, and we made a one-for-one one uh, trade. I think he threw in, like, 20 bucks or something to make it happen. But it was, a, it was an awesome. It was an awesome trade. It was great to meet him. It was cool to see his box of stuff, to look through stuff with him, to sort of sit down on the ground and just, like, look through each other's stuff and put together the trade. And when I saw the Lillard, I was like, dang, I've got to have this. And so for me, that is the only card that I acquired over the course of two years of going to the national. Um, man, I had a blast at both of them though. And I will tell you, I'm glad I went to both of them. Uh, this first segment, I want to talk more about like my experience and then we'll get into the, the other segments, which my second segment is going to be what to take with you. And my third segment is going to be called why you should go. I'm going to give you a strong pitch as to why you should go. But this first one's just my experience. So the other thing that I want, the next thing I want to say is like the most fun that I've had at the national both years, I think was just at the trade night, the trade night, the card collector two puts on. It's now, I don't even know who puts it on. I don't know how much he's doing. Um, I think Ryan became a dad like in the last couple of days. <laughs> so his life's pretty busy right now. Um, I don't know what his involvement at the national will be. I, I have not talked to him. I do not know, but, um, both times at the at the trade night, I had a blast because you get to meet so many people. Sometimes at the show, you're not meeting as many people. I mean, sometimes you are. I kind of, I kind of am always trying to meet people rather than actually look at cards. And so, but Nat, but the the um, 
the trade nights are great because you can just like sit down at a table and look look through stuff with each other. Um, I'll have some more thoughts on that later. But I'm going to should I talk about that now or should I talk about it later? You know, what? I'm going to talk about it now. Um, theft is a major problem at the national. We're not going to fit into this nice little box of three segments this week. Theft is a major pro- problem. Somebody will have something significant stolen from them while we're there. Um, and somebody will be unable to recover something worth tens of thousands of dollars. That will happen at the National this year. People will be flying into the National just so they can steal things. Um, and so, you know, keep that in mind um, during during the, these days while you're there. Ask yourself what you're comfortable with and um, know that that sort of thing happens. Um, I'm going to talk about this later on, but I'm just going to do it now. So one of the things that I think is a significant risk is everybody always wants to be cool with everybody else. They want to they want to just be able to like relax, let their hair down a little bit. But whenever you have like a significant amount of value that is connected to you, you know, in your bag, in your box, whatever you're carrying, you have to be really careful. Um You've got to think about how you can ensure that you're keeping yourself and your cards safe. One of the things that I've seen happen that always makes me feel really uneasy is when a group of people get together and the cards start like getting intermingled with each other. I'm not going to tell you who to trust and who not to trust. That's very difficult to discern. But what is important to know is as long as the cards are right in front of you, you're usually pretty safe. It's the moment where somebody else like comes into the play and your cards get split between two places where you're suddenly unable to keep your eyes simultaneously perfectly on both places. You have to be able to do that. You know, let's say you have a box of cards and it's worth 20 grand, right? And it's just sitting there in front of you and it gets split in two different ways and there's several stacks. It's very easy to understand how you can have something get misplaced, intentionally misplaced. Um, so be super cautious of that and we'll talk a little bit more about that in the what to take section in the next section but um but keep in mind what you want to have like keep in mind what you're you know what you're taking you know i'll, I'll, I'll come back to this sec i'll come back to this sec i also want to just say a few other sort of like stories things that that were meaningful to me in this section so the trade nights with with card collector twos group that started out as really small and is now huge, they're amazing. There's lots of trade nights though. It's not just that. There's events. There's events that you might get invited to. There's events that are like in, that you that anybody can go to. Um, go to the ones where you, I don't know. Go to the ones that you feel like are give you the best opportunity to be around people who you want to be around. Um, after card collector twos uh, trade night. I think in 2019, we just sort of, like, I ended up with a group of people. I ended up with G, who's the Lucky Show, 05, on Instagram, and his friend, um, with JJJ Gambino, and with Kyle from the Wax Museum podcast. My guess is most of you guys know. Kyle, most of you guys know. But most of you guys probably know all three of those guys. Um, the four of us, and uh, and also G's friend, I should remember his name. I feel bad I don't. Um, the five, So the five of us just, like, sat and chatted and had like dinner together and and it was so much fun 
Like, it was one of the most fun things that I've done at the Nationals, just, like, sitting, chatting with those guys, talking about whatever. Um, and that happened just out of the blue. Um, one night, I remember, I think this was at this, in 2019, I was in a hotel, and I ran into Adam Rips and Card Collector 2, Mike, uh, Mike Kramer, and the three of us just sort of sat there and, like, went through our bags and just, like, just going through stuff. Um, Chris Carlin from Upper Deck, uh, he's not at Upper Deck anymore, but was at the time, he walked out and he was just, like, looking at our stuff. You know, these, those two guys at that time, I think both, both of them were teenagers still at the time, um, and me, and, like, we're pulling out these, you know, crazy cards, and, and Chris is like, let's see each of your best Upper Deck cards, and I think each, each of the three of us had, like, just absolutely crazy Upper Deck cards. Um, there was a time where, um, I think, I think this was 2019 as well. Oh gosh, maybe this is 2018. I ran into to three Australian guys. Gosh, I should remember this. It was 2018 or 19. I ran into three Australian guys. Um, one of them was who I knew before that. Before that, his name was Oz Celtics on Instagram. Matt. Um, we went through. Um, he asked me if I had brought any of my big Pippin stuff, and I showed him, and his eyes got really big. And he went over to his other friend, and he was like, "Dude, I know somebody who's who's got some big Pippin cards." So there I am with these three Australians and. Um, I've told this story before, but it took over a day to get the deal done. But in the end, um, you know, the Pippin collector, he acquired two of my biggest Pippin, my two biggest Pippin cards. And it was like a dream come true for him. And for me, it was like, it, it, I didn't sell them because I wanted to. I sold them because of that story, because of what it would, you know, because what it would mean. That was so cool. So I've only bought one card, but I've, I helped those guys get those cards. I've helped a few other friends get cards at the show. And to me, that has been actually that sort of like, um, that has been like some of the most fun. The National is great, I feel like, for making memories, for meeting people, for trading. It's rarely great for finding that one car that you've been looking for, at least for me, um, especially for at a, reason, for at a reasonable price, because most of the dealers are, are, are overpriced. Um, most dealers are overpriced at every show, though, right? Like, in general, you can find better things online than you can in person. Um, you know, I mentioned... I mentioned everybody wants to sort of be cool and trusting, but like theft is a massive risk. And so be cautious in everything that you're doing, that you're making the decisions that sort of don't leave you at risk. Um, keep your stuff in front of you. That involves, by the way, that involves for those of you who are drinkers, I am not a drinker, but for those of you who are, just be super careful. I know that there are groups of people who sort of try to um, take advantage of people who are more sort of, um, likely to be drinking too much and, and, and let their guard down. Um, hotel safes are interesting. I know a friend who locked his stuff in his hotel safe and then he couldn't get it back out. Um, <laughs> you know, there's lots of people who want to go out to eat or go out to a game or whatever else, but when you have a ton of stuff with you, that is is sort of risky. And that takes us to section two, which is what to take, which we will get to right after this. Most of you know about PWCC. What you might not know is how much of the market share of auctions PWCC has taken from eBay. Every week, over 10,000 auctions, including thousands of basketball cards, end on the PWCC marketplace. If you haven't joined, it's super easy. It takes only a few minutes to register and begin bidding on everything from $5 cards to million-dollar cards. I recently picked up a 2007 Topps Chrome Superfractor of Kevin Garnett on the PWCC weekly auction, what are you waiting for? Register today at pwccmarketplace.com and start bidding. All right, what to take? This is tough because I talked to somebody who told me right before my first national, he said, 
you should take everything that you have like that that you can easily carry from your collection that you think would be fun to have there because this is the moment that you're going to want to have it with you so i brought everything i did this for both of my nationals i don't think i will this time but i took like basically i had these two big bgs blue boxes and in one case i also had actually in both cases i had like a third sort of like psa box but you're you know it's a couple hundred i don't know if it's a couple hundred cards maybe maybe like 150 cards total between those three boxes um and in those three boxes i had like i had everything there's a an image of me and jeremy <laughs> uh jeremy lee from sports cards live back in 2019 where i i had he had my four biggest Jordan cards in, in his two hands. So the Jordan PMG Championship, BGS9, the Jordan um, Molten Metal Fusion Gold, BGS9 out of 40, the credit or not credentials, the Jambalaya, and then I think the Playmakers Theater. And so all four or all four of those cards, which, you know, like those four cards are probably, I don't know, like 600, 700 grand. Like that's a lot of money. And he just had them in his hands because I brought them to the show and I was sort of like, I just, I did, I brought them and it was fun to have them there. But despite that advice that that first person gave me and, and despite the fact that I am glad that I took them um, those two years, I don't think I'll bring them this, this year because of the risk, right? It's the risk of, the risk of like, what if something happens? Um... I felt even back then when the cards were worth a lot less that I needed to keep the cards like on me. I didn't want to put them in a bag that I was putting down. I almost never put my bag down. I did while I was eating and I would keep it like looped, keep like the backpack um, strap like looped around my legs so that I still felt like I had a hold of it. But I, I always wanted the bag on me so that I felt like it was it was mine. It was on me. You couldn't take it from me. I don't know if that's really helpful at all. Um, but that's why I would take a backpack rather than another bag. I was talking to Jeremy about this the other day, and he said that he believes you should take like a roller bag. He he takes a roller bag, and he doesn't he doesn't want to have that weight on his back the whole time. I get that. Um, it's not great for you to be carrying around a massive backpack the whole time that you're at the show. But if even if you're bringing like even if your collection like say your collection's a thousand bucks, do you want it to like just be sitting out there like so that? You know, you, you're just putting a box down and you take your eyes off it and then it's gone. Like, that's a significant amount of money. And so I kind of feel like, this is just, you know, for me, like when you're thinking about bags, I think it's nice to have a bag that is just on you at all times that is not easy to like sort of slip away from you. And whether that's a backpack or like a shoulder bag that's right in front of you. Um, some people have sort all sorts of nifty things, but a lot of people bring these just like giant hold containers that they have to carry around some of them some of them are like roller bags some of them aren't but i think it's nicer to have the have the bag that's like attached to you hope that hope that makes sense um phones chargers portable chargers obviously like a lot of people are going to spend a lot of time looking up comps a lot of people spend a lot of time just thinking about the cards and that might be how you want to do it i think that's how a lot of people do it I think there's a lot of great things that happen at the National, and I'll get the, get into this in Section 3. There's a lot of things that happen at the National that are like, um, that are card-related, that are great. They're like looking at cards, potentially trading and stuff. But to me, those are, like, those are actually the less important things. The best parts about the National are all related to the, to the human-to-human -human interactions. 
the the building friendships, the getting to know people better in person that you've known for a long time, you know, you know, online. Like to me, that's really what matters most. And so the phones and the chargers and stuff, it's actually less significant unless you're like messaging these people a lot. You know, you probably if you're like me, you're gonna need you know you're gonna need your phone so that you can get home back to the you know back to your hotel to get an Uber to get back to your hotel that sort of thing. Um, you're gonna need your phone so that you can you know, talk to people who are there, text people who are there and like make sure that you can meet up. I don't need my phone for comps and stuff like that, but some people will need their phones for comps and looking what cards sell for. And, and you know, if that's your deal, then that's cool. There's not, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. That's great. And so if you are doing that sort of thing, make sure you bring a portable charger, make sure you bring even an extra regular charger. The reason that I say that is if you suddenly don't have a charger, you're kind of like kind of dead in the water. You don't have anything that you can do and it's very easy to lose one so i would say bring an extra phone charger as well as a portable charger um my phone has is so old it has a crappy charge to it right now i'm not going to get it switched out between now and then but if you get the chance to do that i think that makes a lot of sense okay now let's talk about what cards to bring so i the last two times brought like a lot of stuff like i like i said what I think I will bring this time is I'm not going to bring any of the crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. The stuff that's worth a lot, a lot, a lot of money. Like, I'm going to let that stuff stay. But stuff that reasonably I could possibly let go. And stuff, maybe even a few cards that are like high end, but like not so crazy. I think that's what I'll bring. Stuff that's possible to, to, to let go. Um, I told you about that that story, or I didn't tell you the story. So I met a guy, met a guy in 2018 who said, gosh, time I skipped a couple stories in here. I'm not doing a good job. Sorry, guys. I met a guy in 2018 who said, hey, let's look at your stuff. And he's looking through my stuff. And he didn't know I had that I had a lot of the stuff that I had. And he, he got to the big time Jordans and he was like, how much? How much is this card? How much is this card? And I kept telling him that the cards weren't for sale. And he was like, why did you bring the cards if they're not for sale? Of course they're for sale. And it, I, I mean, I had to like sort of think for a second. I was like, why did I bring the cards? How do I respond to this guy? And what I said in the end was, I was like, look, I just, I just brought them just because I thought it'd be fun, but I'm not going to sell the cards. And then on one of them, he was like, come on, how much? And so I gave him a, a big number that was like probably 20% more than would have sold them, sold for on the open market. And, um, in the, anyway, we didn't end up doing a deal, but people are going to try potentially to get you to sell stuff you don't want to. There's nothing wrong with bringing something with no intent to, to sell. You might just want to show it off. That's okay. Do that if you want to. And also just tell people no. Like if somebody says, how much do I want to buy or how much can I buy that for? You can just say, I'm not going to sell it to you. And, and then if they try to pressure you, just say no. And if anyone's really a jerk, you can just leave. Um, but don't be somebody who is don't be somebody who's like a pushover right be some like be willing to say no i don't want to do that be willing to walk away be be willing to you know be able to do that that's that's i think that's decent advice um all right where am i going where i got i got lost i got in, in the middle of there's so many things to talk about guys i told you the story about jeremy I talked about keeping the cards in front of you. If there's a group, there's a risk. 
Right? If you're in with, with a group of people and cards start getting passed around and they're in different places, that is a risky feeling. You can feel it when it happens. Don't let that happen. People always talk about bringing deodorant, change of clothes, and all that stuff. Definitely do that. Um, people always talk about wearing the right shoes. Definitely do that. What cards to bring, it's up to you. Bring stuff that you're willing to sell for the most part, or if you have specific things that you want to tell people, show people, that's fine too. Um, there is a risk, though. There is a risk, for sure. I would not leave cards. If you want to go out to a game or whatever, like, what do you do with the cards? How do you feel safe about them? All right. That is the end of section two. Next, I'm going to try to tell you guys why you should go to national. I suspect most of you have been on MC Sports Cards items on eBay. At nearly 60,000 positive feedback, they're one of the biggest consignment companies on eBay. What you might not know is that they've started a focus auction for 1K and over items that end Monday nights, and they call it MC Mondays. Dozens of huge cards end on Monday, all at open auction. You could check out the items by searching by seller and going to MC underscore sports cards today. All right, there's a million reasons you should go to National. Very biggest reason is that you will meet friends you haven't in real life. I could stop there, close the podcast, and say, that's it. That's all you need to know. Um, it really is the biggest reason. When you have spent hours talking to people who you've become real friends, but you haven't met them in real life, and you get the chance to, it's really cool. I, I, started, I started getting some anxiety the other day as I was thinking about National, because I often get anxiety when I'm around like a lot of people. I'm definitely, I'm very much an introvert. I, I like being on my own for a lot, for a lot of the day. And that's where I get my energy. And so it's an anxiety creating thing when I think about like going to a big show like the National. I get nervous, right? Um, it's hard for, for those reasons. But then I started thinking about like the people who I want to see who I haven't met in real life. And I've got a list of just probably 20 people right off the top of my head who I'm really actually very excited to see for the first time. Um, for me, that's the biggest reason by far to go to National. If you think you're going to meet 20 people who are... so, For me to go to the show, it's going to be like a 1000 bucks Round trip plus hotel. It's going to be like $1,000. If you figure that I'm spending $1,000 to meet... Let's just say it's just those 20 people... 50 bucks for each of them, that is the biggest bargain ever to just be able to hang out with each of those people in person for a few minutes each. It's a, it's a huge bargain. Um, people, again, who I've spent so much time talking to who are friends, um, and I could stop there. But that's not the only reason why. I do think it's the biggest reason why, though. It's not as much about the cards as I think I thought it was prior to my first one. And maybe that'll change. Maybe this year I'll come home with some like massive, incredibly important addition to my collection, and I will say, you know what? <laughs> the best thing that happened to me in the National was, was about the cards. My suspicion is that that will not change this year or that it will ever change, though. The best part about the hobby and the best part about big shows like this is getting to know people better and building relationships and friendships. You also get to see the people who you haven't seen in a long time. So not just like the first time people, but people who you haven't seen in years. And I'm looking forward to that too. Who, who am I going to see and meet up with who I haven't seen in many years? Besides the human people, or human people, <laughs> the human parts of this, you also have the card parts, which again, I believe are secondary, but are also really cool. 
you will see cards that you've never seen before. You will see museum pieces. The only Honus Wagner T206 card I have ever seen was at the 1998 National. By 1998, I meant 2018. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I said that. I went back in time 20 years there for a second. Um, so the Honus Wagner, you'll see, you know, you'll see PSA 9 Mickey Mantles. You'll see Gem Mint 10 Michael Jordans. You'll see cards that you just go, oh my goodness. How, could, how I didn't believe I'd see this. You'll see Jordan PMGs. You'll see green PMGs. You'll see 2012 Golds, though I will not be ringing mine. <laughs> I'm not bringing the Kobe or the Steph. Um, you will see, and I'm not bringing my Jordan PMG Championship either. Uh, you will you will see some of the craziest cards. Some of the craziest cards, by the way, are going to be walking around in backpacks. They're not going to be on shelves. So hopefully you can get into conversations with some of those people and see some of those cards. Again, I will not be bringing my best cards. I've, I've already committed to that. I, I will not be doing that. Um, you will also see people in the industry who you have heard of, who you've like, who you've seen, like people who work at the card companies, people who work at the auction houses. Um, you'll see people who are content creators, who are influencers. You'll get to meet those people, and maybe you will like that, or maybe you will think that is stupid. To me, I want to meet like collectors. I want to meet the people who I've talked to a bunch, and so. You know, before I say anything else, I just want to, I, I didn't write this down, but I want to make sure I say this. If you see me at the National, please come say hi. Like, please, please, please come say hi. Um, I remember at the end of my first National, there was a guy who I met at uh, the trade night. And he wrote on Instagram afterwards, he was like, Adam's a lot younger looking than I thought he'd be. <laughs> and he was like, and Adam was a nicer guy than I thought he'd be. And I was like, oh, that made me feel great. Like, um the fact that we sort of had those few moments like together to just like sit and talk about like him and his collection and what he, what he was doing. And we like got to build like a little relationship on that. Like, that was really cool. And, um, for me, honestly, and I'm not just saying this, this is, that's why I will go to the national. I probably, I will, I will probably put about 15 copies of BCF in a backpack that I want to have people sign. Um, I would love to get people who have written pieces or have done interviews sign my copies of BCF because for me, that's like the personal, in some ways, it's like the personal history of the hobby for me over these last few years. And so, um, you know, I think about this, this issue that's coming out this week uh, or coming out in 10 to 12 days that I just sent to the printer. Am I going to try to get Patrick to sign his, his interview in BCF? Darn right. I'm going to like, I love that idea. The issues that we've done cards in, am I going to try to get people to sign those? Um, Jeremy Lee, by the way, from Sports Cards Live, offered a a um, five hundred dollar, I think, bounty for getting the page signed by all nine people on that page. That's going to be really difficult to do, but most of those people will be there. I think Jesse will be there, Shay will be there. Um, I don't think all nine will be there, but I'm going to try to get all nine of them signed. I'm not going to get it. I'm obviously not going to hold. Um, Jeremy to that, but, um, but I think that would be amazing. So I, I'll probably try to do that. I'd like to make a trade or two while I'm there. I'd like to see the people in the industry who are there, who I haven't met before people who I've connected with a bunch, but I don't know as well. I want to see my friends from PWCC for sure. Um, a lot of those guys who I worked with a lot every day or close to every day. Um, some of them who I still talk to because of the work that I'm doing for them, but, but I want to see the people who I know there, who I care about. Um, but not just the guys from PWCC, from all the companies that I work that I work with now. 
Um, to me, that that could be really, really cool. Um, you know, you will make memories that you will not forget. You will remember the, some of the things that you experienced there and you'll be with people who speak entirely your language when, for the most part, day to day, you speak with people who have no idea why you do what you do in the world of collecting. They don't care about why you do it. They think it's silly. Um, you know, I, I think for all of these reasons and many, many more, you should go to the National if you can. And even if it's for a day, even if it's to look at cards, to not look at cards, to meet up with people, to just experience it, like tens of thousands of people who are like you will be together in the same place and um, who all speak your language. And that is an amazing experience, guys. And so I can't wait. I'll be there. I didn't mention this before. I'll be there Wednesday through Friday. I hope to see, see each of you. Please come say hi to me. I know we've got... Um, I think two more episodes of the show until the national, but I wanted to get this out there. You're going to see a million podcasts like this one. Most of them will be probably far better than mine, but I hope I've given you something that's helpful. If you have any questions, feel free to hit me up at my Instagram again at the real 27 guy. Um, thank you again for listening and for downloading the podcast and until next time. happy collecting. Thanks for listening to the Basketball Card Podcast. Reminder to subscribe to Basketball Card Fanatic Magazine at bcfmag.com. Remember to use discount code BASKETBALL10 for 10% off any item in the store. That's bcfmag.com.